Happy Roe v. Wade. Reversal Day. I'm watching the Washington Post YouTube feed. It's wild. All I've known is Roe v. Wade. All I've ever known is a country that had across the board legalized abortion. The, the North Carolina decision, if you didn't see, it was 8-1. to one. And uh, I, I heard Ken Kuklaski on Breitbart this morning talking about this. And it's a, it's a terrific decision for, for conservatives. So North Carolina passed a voter ID law like three years ago. So this wasn't necessarily in response to 2020. Um, you know, they'd been on, they, they wanted to be in front of that, all, all that mess. Well, of course, uh, it passes the North Carolina legislature and the Democrat governor there vetoed it. Uh, and then the North Carolina legislature overrode his veto, right? So they had a veto-proof majority. And the NAACP, among others, sue to stop the implementation of the voter ID law that was passed in North Carolina. And the governor there, Democrat, and the attorney general there, Democrat, refused to defend the legislature. So the legislature sued and got all the way up to the Supreme Court and said, look, if in this special circumstance, if we've passed... You know, we represent the will of the voters. If we've passed something, and for political purposes, the opposition party, in this case, governor, attorney general, refused to defend our law vigorously and aggressively in court, then we should be able to do that and give it the most robust defense possible. And uh, they won. The Supreme Court agreed, eight to one. The only one that dissented was uh, Sotomayor. So um, that was a big one. I mean, ever, the gun case in, from New York got the most attention. But the North Carolina voter ID law, potentially more important. Is somebody playing... <laughs> <laughs> somebody's playing rage. Somebody's playing Rage Against the Machine through a loudspeaker down there. <laughs> yeah, see, look here. Listen, I'll turn it. Up. Wait, where'd it go? <laughs> Do what you told you. Uh oh. Uh oh! Cheering, cheering! Oh! <laughs> holy! Holy smokes! Yes! Holy smokes! Oh! I I I never Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I never would have imagined that. Ever. 
The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, eliminating the constitutional right to abortion, even though there was no constitutional right. That's according to the SCOTUS blog, very popular. Oh my gosh, look at all these pro-lifers crying. Oh, there's... Look at, look at Christian Hawkins from Students for Life, man. She's down there in the scrum. I think that's her. Good for her. Wow. Oh my gosh, this pro boys just started screaming. Let me turn that one down. Dude, what a momentous. Wow. Moment of silence. Kristen Hawkins. She's at Students for Life. Seven men. Seven men made an egregious decision. Today we need a moment of silence for the 63 million of my generation. Men and women. It's true. Gen X. The reason uh, Gen X is the smallest because of abortion. Because Gen X has been aborted. Please be safe. Please be safe. Please be safe. I wonder if the opinion was changed in any way from the draft. You got a hat tip science too. I mean, you know, as as Gen X has grown up and started having babies, like we weren't seeing like these grainy sonograms, this blob of nothingness. I mean, if it wasn't three dimensional imagery, it was sometimes four dimensional imagery. I mean, it was a baby right there, pictured in your belly, pictured. What else was it other than a child? And so now, politically, I mean, you'll see I mean, it, it, the the colors on the map, red versus blue, will basically be pro-life versus pro-abortion states. Your state will be defined by your pro-life policy. And the good news is that no longer, the United, you can't say the United States of America is pro-abortion. Um, now certain states are going to be it'll just be interesting to see really just you know not not tomorrow not not next week but in in a couple years from now you know do you want to live in a pro-life state or a pro-abortion state we're such a we're such a young country we're babies in the history 
of the world. And I think years from now we'll look back and we'll say, yeah, it, it, you know, those that committed to being pro-life states are going to be the successful ones, the rich ones, not wealth, not rich by wealth, but just rich in culture, diversity, spirit, passion. And those that are that that are going to be, you know, abortion sanctuary states. Um, I th- I just think they're going to be devoid of those things. Your your passion for life, your passion for living, your passion for teaching. Passing down the skills that you've acquired to younger people. It, it just won't be rich. There, there won't be rich communities. And again, not rich by wealth, rich in maybe perhaps everything else but wealth. That's not to say that pro-life states won't be wealthy. But it's not really important. What's important is is setting the example for the generation behind you. And thank President Trump. You know, without without Coney Barrett, and Gorsuch, I mean, I had my doubts about Kavanaugh, believe me. Yeah, Susan Collins must be just steaming mad. It's not going to change. You know, this may not change the number of abortions that are held that are that are that take place in this country. It may not. Um, but for what we stand for, and our place in the pantheon of history, it's it's more important than any election ever, ever. Everything, you know, dollars, cents, um, taxes and spending, it just pales in comparison. Because if you're willing to abort a baby as a, as a, as a federal policy, if you're willing to abort a baby, you're willing to do just about anything else. And, no, and that will no longer be the case. I'm going to go celebrate. I suggest you to, you do too. Say a prayer. Um, congratulations to those of you who have been involved in the fight. Yeah. <laughs>